0: Hello, and welcome to another edition of Ask the Professor, a crowd-funded, crowd-driven feature where we respond to your questions on everything from history to economics, political philosophy, and culture. And today's question comes from Maxwell, and he asks for my take on public school salaries. He suggests that it's an especially difficult topic because, as with all things funded by government, the money to pay them is taken forcibly from the populace. And there's some fear that the people within the profession are treating themselves too well at the expense of the beneficiaries. So my take on public school salaries? Well, I'm in favor of them. Obviously teachers should get paid. I'm concerned that they're too high In Ontario teachers with 10 years experience can be making as much as $94,000. And while I'd like to see everybody get rich doing something they love, public sector finances are under terrible stress. But I want to address the question, are these salaries too high, not by jumping in at the end of the process and saying, yeah, they're too high, it should be this, it should be that, as though I understood everything about an education, including just how difficult and demanding it is to be in front of 22 eight-year-olds for six hours a day. Frankly, I get exhausted just thinking about it. But when you're trying to figure out how to do things in public policy, it's really important not to just put a covetous eye on the outcome and say oh well I know everything this is how it should be but to think about the kind of processes that will generate fair and effective results it's one of the key differences between liberals and conservatives liberals are impatient with rules they trust their superior compassion and intellect sufficiently to believe that they can come into any situation see what the proper outcome should be and decree that it be so in a way that is to the general advantage Conservatives are far more aware, not just of their own limitations, but also the difficulties in understanding all the implications of our actions. So we focus a lot more on how things are done. And when it comes to schooling, having it be a government monopoly is a bad idea. It's a bad idea for all kinds of reasons. It goes far beyond the salary issue, but it does in fact address it very effectively. Now, let me be clear. I think that the law should require every parent to educate their children to keep your kids mired in ignorance is abuse every bit as much as not feeding them properly or being physically violent. And I also believe that because this duty falls upon parents to provide for their children who are not responsible for their parents' economic circumstances, the state also has to make sure that every parent can afford to educate their children. And what's more, that the money that's given to them for that purpose is used for that purpose. So I do want to see state intervention up to that point. But there's nothing in those two principles that says the state should run the schools, and there are many reasons for thinking they shouldn't. John Stuart Mill, odd on some issues, but very clear on a lot of others, including free speech, said directly the state should acquire education, it should fund education, but it must not deliver it because if it does, it will turn into indoctrination. What's more, it will deprive parents of the right to guide their children's education and except in pathological cases parents are fully capable of doing that and should have the right to as part of the exciting adventure of trying to raise your own kids so how this applies to school salaries is this i favor you can call it any name you like but it's essentially the voucher system as milton friedman proposed it every parent is given a certificate each year for each school-aged child which any educational Institution that is accredited can cash in for a fixed amount. And then the parents decide where their kids get educated, including homeschooled or informal neighbor schooling, provided again that there are certain standards that are met because of the requirement that you educate your kids. If you adopt this system, instead of children following the money to where the government put it, the money follows the children to where the parents put them. And this, to me, is a much better way of allowing parents to decide how their kids are educated, to control the process, to deal with disputes about what should or shouldn't be on the curriculum. You would get diversity, real diversity, not the fake kind where everybody looks different but sounds the same, but genuine, dynamic variation and experimentation in education. And. In such a system, there wouldn't be one fixed grid for teacher salaries, let alone one that enables unions to beat it out of the government, which then turns around and squeezes the taxpayer in a standardized, confrontational, inflexible, and unresponsive system. Instead, different schools would have different ways of paying teachers. They would pay teachers at different levels, and we would find out What does it take to attract first-rate teachers? How long should the school day be? When should it start? When should it end? Why would we assume there is one answer to that question? Any more than there is one answer to the question, what should be on a restaurant menu? We would never think every restaurant should serve the same food, should open at the same time, should close at the same time. And we would also not let a restaurant get its money from the tax system, and thus become indifferent to the interests of its clients. You know perfectly well what the food would be like in a restaurant that was government funded. We have ample experience. Anything that you do the way the Soviets made cars will deliver you a lada as the luxury product, and we don't want that. So are teachers salaries too high? Honestly, Maxwell, I don't know. I know we decided the wrong way. We decided in a way that probably means they are. You know people will cut themselves a bigger slice of the pie if they're allowed to. Remember, the great thing about markets is that the discipline of supply and demand, the price scissors, businesses have to sell products at a low enough price that customers come in and buy them, but at a high enough price that they cover their costs. And this creates all kinds of incentives to provide good customer service, to to be efficient in your operations, and to make customer satisfaction your watchword. And as a business, your suppliers have the same incentive with respect to you. They've got to make you happy. So that's how we ought to run the school system. Require that parents educate their children, see to it that they have the money to do so and that can only be spent on that. And then let schools figure out how much do we pay teachers? What kind of conditions do we set for teaching? How do we divide up teaching duties? There's such an enormous range of things that are done better. If people are free to work it out in a diverse, decentralized, Experimental setting that rewards success, that rewards satisfying people at a reasonable price. I mean, there are a lot of great public schools. There are some lousy public schools, but there are far too uh, too few options for parents and teachers and administrators to fix things that are wrong and to improve things that are right. So, uh, yeah, I suspect teacher salaries are too high. I suspect that the system is too rigid and that teachers are underperforming, not as individuals, but as a group. But I can't come in and say, okay, the salary should be this, the curriculum should be that, the school day should be like this. There's no one answer to all these things. We need to get away from that model and to a voucher system, and then we'll get everything much better than we have it today, including this question of teacher salaries. If you're enjoying Ask the Professor, remember all the questions come from viewers. So here's the URL that will take you to this place on my website where you can submit a question. And if you think the feature is worthwhile, remember also it's dependent on crowdfunding. So if you want it to continue and you're not already a backer, click here, make a monthly pledge, and support me in this and all the other work that I do. Thanks for watching, and we'll see you next time.